Once again, thank you very much to Maria and her dad, her 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 pops, her father, uh, for uh, putting together that great uh, intro for Let's Talk University podcast. Um, it's it's a tremendous addition to the show. The intro, the outro, we love it here. So, um, so once again, uh, welcome to another episode of Let's Talk University. Uh, a podcast here to um, be your personal life coach, college coach, career coach, professional coach, um, here to provide you with inside information, um, awareness about all things uh, life after high school. You know, we want to make sure that you are well prepared, well informed to know all of your options, to make the best decisions for yourself, uh, for whatever it is that you want to accomplish in life. So um, just to reintroduce myself, my name is Ernesto. Um, I am a college and career counselor at a high school in the Los Angeles area. Uh, I've been doing that now for six years. Um, prior, I know it's been a while. Uh, it might be time for me to go. Hmm. No, no. Maybe I take your job. Hmm? Hey, excuse me. <laughs> uh, it'll be there if you want it. Um, but uh, prior to uh, working at, at this high school, I worked for uh, UCLA Outreach and Admissions. Shout out to UCLA Early Academic Outreach Program. Uh, definitely a catap- uh, catalyst to uh, my career aspirations and accomplishments. But uh, and I'm also a part of uh, I'm a UCLA application reader. I read applications for people to apply to UCLA. I've been doing that for uh, I think this is going to be my 14th year doing that. So um, so that's a lot of fun as well. But enough about me. I'm very excited to share today's episode um, with uh, co-hosting duties with a very intelligent, amazing, spectacular individual, Jazz. Wow. Dang, you're really hyping me up over there, but... <laughs> hey, you deserve it. You deserve it. Well learned. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Jazz. Um, I'm a fourth year now at UCR. Um, my pronouns are she, her, hers, just to reiterate that, you know, from episode zero. I think it's been a while, you know, we haven't we haven't <laughs> been in an episode for quite some time now. <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially, like, we're here to be those friends that you can talk to about what does life after high school look like? You know, is it work? Is it school? What is, what is life after high school? Right. So, but before we get ahead of ourselves, we kind of want to explain what this episode is about and what timeless tips is about. Flores, can you, can you explain what timeless tips means? So, yeah, so timeless tips, um, timeless tips is the fourth part of each of our uh, series. And so kind of like we said uh, during episode zero, um, the first three components, the first three episodes of each series are kind of like a time frame wise. Like we're we're kind of highlighting a particular audience. So for the past, we're highlighting uh, high school age students. Uh, for present, we're highlighting um, current college students. And for future, we're highlighting uh, college students that are on their way out, you know, making that decision uh, towards uh, life after uh, an undergraduate degree. And so for this episode, timeless tips it's okay not to know. 
timeless tips it's okay not to know we're going to try to give you a, a brief overview of what was said before in the first three episodes but also provide you with more advice more tips more guidance more suggestions more inside information um, that we would love to share with you to give you a, a better understanding of everything that's been mentioned so timeless tips episode four it's okay not to know um, so that is what we are here to do. And um, so at, let's get started a bit. So um, as far as the past, so for like our high school audience, uh, Jazz, um, their episode, uh, that episode was called Why College? And they kind of, and uh, who was it? It was uh, Chelsea and Julie did an amazing job of talking about, say, life after high school, right? Going to college or not going to college, you know, pros and cons to those. But uh, what is that? Um, what does that mean to you? Or how would you incorporate the it's okay not to know for that time frame for our high school listeners? What would you say? Yeah, I mean, my my little high school self is not too far behind me. You know, it's only mm-hmm. been four years. And I remember what it was like to, you know, be nearing the end of my high school journey and feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders and feeling that pressure of, I have to go to college, I have to go to college. And like, you know, being a first generation student, um, meaning like being the first in my family to pursue higher education, graduate higher education and all of that. um, It was always expected of me to go to college. And I think no one ever really sat down and told me like, this is how you get to college. So I had a lot of questions about like, you know, yeah, I need, I know I need to go to college, but how, how do I get there? So there was a lot of like question marks that I faced at that time, but I know that there's other people that the question mark isn't so much, how do I get there? It's mm-hmm. do I want to go? Mm-hmm. Right. So when we're thinking about, you know, what it is to be a high school student, in their senior year with their whole lives ahead of them Mm. it's it's all about like the unknown right there's so much uncertainty at that point in our lives and i think what i would have really appreciated to know was like it's okay to not know all of these things Mm -hmm. it's okay to not have all the answers at the little baby age of 17 17, (laughs) you know like i mean i'm only 21 now and i still don't know anything like there's so (laughs) much i don't know yet you know like i don't have I don't have all of life's answers and yeah. I think as a society like we really put that pressure on high school students to like know what they want to do for mm-hmm. the rest of their lives and it's like how realistic is that you mm-hmm. know and you know it's not to put like you know no tino shade on parents or anything <laughs> like sometimes they don't understand yeah. the the um you know the the reality of college yeah. like it's super easy for anyone to say like go to college, get a degree, do this, do that. But no one tells you about like the blood, sweat and tears that go into getting a degree. No (laughs) one tells you about the mental breakdowns on a Tuesday night at 2 a.m. Like, (laughs) you know, like no one tells you these things. So I think it's all about just being patient with yourself and allowing yourself the space not to know these things, Mm -hmm. but having it kind of more so like motivating you to find those answers, to seek those answers. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well put. And, and we're talking about, you know, it's okay not to know if whether or not you want to go to college. Right. And, and again, as uh, 
Julie and uh, Chelsea put it, there are tremendous opportunities out there. So it's not a requirement. It is, uh, there are many positive reasons for it. And as a college and career counselor, uh, I, I really hope that everyone at least considers going to college, whether it's a two-year or four-year, but at least considers that path. Um, and then you get a lot of students that are also feeling the pressure as far as like what major, right? Like what mm-hmm. profession, what study in it. And, and, and that question always comes up, but it's okay not to know that either. Right? The average yeah. college student changes their major three times. Um, and, it, and, and for those that do it, I think it's like 80% of them or so um, that uh, decide after their freshman year. So much can happen, right? Students are applying to colleges like in September, October, senior year or so. They're not going to start college for another year. So much can change. And mm-hmm. so we just want our audience to know it's okay not to know what your major is, what college you want to go to, what career, what profession, find the resources, find the people, find the, the organizations, any resource that can really help you um, uh, find what's best for you. So um, on that note, uh, we want to kind of do, should we segue into the, it would be a shame if you knew section. What do you think, Jess? Should we start that off right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think there's so many things. It would be a shame if you just yeah. happen to know these things, right? <laughs> uh, and for our audience, we're just, this is our segment where we're just giving you that, like, uh, that, that kind of like information that you don't really hear, you know, that many people may shy away from telling you or, or it's not that they're secrets, right? But we, we just want to make sure that you are up to date uh, with, with, uh, with some really cool advice from us. So, uh, Jazz, what do you got for us for this section? Yeah, I think one of the one of the biggest ones, it would be a shame if you knew that, you know, your high school teachers, mm-hmm. they went to college too. What? And I know, Shocking. right? Like they're human, what? They don't live at school. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a lot of times where we hit these these like hurdles, these roadblocks where we're like, oh my God, who do I ask? I have all these questions. Mm. I can't ask anyone. Mm. No one will understand how I feel. Mm -hmm. But little do we know, like those teachers that we're able to connect with, you know, they could be more than just friends, like, or, you know, a lunch, lunchtime buddy or Mm -hmm. someone that you can bug on your free time. Like Mm. they went to college too, so they can answer your professional questions. Like, I think I definitely didn't take advantage of, of, my teachers as a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't acknowledge that they pursued a higher education. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. of them end up having like a master's yeah. credentials and all of that. And like, I think now that I'm, you know, applying to grad school and I'm looking at a, um, a program in the education field, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, like I really missed out on asking some of my teachers what they did and stuff. So you know, it would be a shame if you realized your teachers are human. <laughs> you can come to them. Yeah. You can, you can, you know, have a, a friendship with them that yeah. essentially helps you in the long run. Yeah. And it's, so it's not just for a grade, you know, it's not just it's not for just homework for help. Grade. I mean, obviously go to them for that, but just, yeah, overall life advice. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. I will throw in, uh, it would be a shame if you knew, um, well, first off, I'm one of those individuals that's a huge proponent of getting out of your comfort zone. You know, we just talked about students that may not know what college to attend. 
um, sometimes feel limited as far as like seeking a local schools only. But I would say it would be a shame if you knew that there are some colleges out there that are willing to pay for you to visit their campus. Um, and I really want to emphasize, I really want to highlight that is, uh, these programs are usually called fly in programs fly-in programs, really cool programs where um, you do have to apply for them, but if accepted, uh, they'll pay for things like your flight, your hotel stay, or you'll probably live in their dorms, their food. You know, it could be like a weekend long. There are some like summer program, uh, summer programs that are like uh, weeks long. So uh, highly recommend all you students, all you high school students out there, uh, no matter what grade level you're in, I'm sure that you can find a fly-in program opportunity to, to seek, to look, to look for. And hopefully uh, you get to go and you can thank us here and send us pictures, <laughs> send us a postcard. Uh, I know. I feel like I'm hearing a, a vacation for free 99. Free 99. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely should have done that. That would have been great. I do. Uh, I do. Yeah, I do really want everyone, everyone to think about that so that eventually, you know, you kind of know what you want in a particular campus. And just to segue into the present, uh, our, our, our college student audience uh, regarding the present time, um, uh, the, the, that episode was I'm in now what? So, so you get to college and it's like, okay, so, so now what? You've been dreaming about this. You know, a lot of students say, it's my dream to go to college. It's my dream to be the first person in my family to go to college. But mm -hmm. what does that even mean? Once you get there, what happens? Uh, Jazz, uh, give us some insight on that. Yeah, I think you hit like a really important part. It's like people tell you like, get to college, get to college. But no one ever tells you like, what do you do once you're in college? <laughs> yeah. Right. And I remember, I think it was like my second or third year, hmm. I had this TA and we were just talking and um, she was, she was telling me how a lot of first gen students often experience this moment where they're like in college, hmm. and they feel like they made it right. Hmm. And including me, like I got to college, I was on campus and I was like, yeah, like, I really made it happen. Hmm. Like, wow. And then she's like, but then you realize like, that's just the first step mm -hmm. like that's not the end goal mm -hmm. right you still have to go through four years of college mm -hmm. it's not just about getting in yeah it's about graduating getting your degree you know and so she was just kind of like you know yeah you made it but you really didn't like, <laughs> there's still a lot of work to be done and i really sat there and i was like wow like now we said like for a little <laughs> bit and i was like wow she really just said that to me but then i kind of was like you know, I sat down with that thought, I reflected, mm -hmm. and I was like, she has a huge point. Mm -hmm. Like, no one ever talks about mm -hmm. you're in, now what do you do? Yeah. Right. So, you know, but I also took that experience as like, wow, like those feelings that I had, they're not unique to me. There's so many people out there that feel that, but often feel like they have to keep it like on the hush hush, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't tell anybody. But, you know, I think this is this essentially like ties into imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, oftentimes, like we have all these feelings mm -hmm. and then we, we, we get hit with imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. just kind of meaning like feeling like we don't belong there or like we got there on accident or, you know, like we just had a sob story and they happened to let us in because they pitied us mm -hmm. or something like that. Like just the ultimate feeling of like not belonging, mm -hmm. especially I think for me as a, as a woman of color, like these institutions were not made for me, right? Like they're made for rich white old men oh. that, you know, 
read everything hitting <laughs> but <laughs> but you know like you you get hit with imposter syndrome yeah. and then you just feel like you can't talk to anybody mm-hmm. but i'm here to tell y'all we're all here to tell, tell. y'all that like it, you're not the only one that feels like that, right? And that's where community plays such a big role. Mm. You know, when you think about I'm in now what, that now what part is finding your community. Mm-hmm. Find the people that will make you feel like you belong. Mm. Find the people that create the space for you to belong, mm. right? Love and, that. Um, Latinas like me, I'm Salvadoreña. I'm, I'm Central mm-hmm. American. Like, I'm not meant to be at an a research institution that's like you know big and blah 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 right but i found a community that made space for people like me Mm -hmm. and that's what's what that's what um it's all about right like but i also want to validate everybody's feelings in terms of feeling like i i don't know anything i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. but we also have to remember like our academic journeys are not journeys that we have to do alone Mm -hmm. you know I'm sure that everyone has at least someone in their corner rooting for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not walking through these halls by yourself. You're not, you're not writing these, these essays by yourself. You're not taking these tests by yourself. Like your community is always right behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they got your back. Yep. So it is okay not to know all of these things, yeah. but use that as motivation to find the people that you can connect with and, you know, use it as motivation to like, like what's going to get you you know to your next goal what's going to help you make the next step it's all about not getting stuck i love don't get stuck in the uncertainty Ooh, look at that that should be framed we need to make a poster out of that saying geez philosopher jazz over here um i know i had many existential crises that (laughs) led me to really contemplate those thoughts but again i found community Uh, just just want to piggyback off of that a tiny bit um, as far as it's okay uh, not to know right and um, but I, I also want to add that it's it's also like when people think about college right you're in now what and and they focus so much on okay well what am I going to study what class what major what's my career right but jazz like you're hitting a lot on on just personal individual growth right this mm-hmm. mindset that needs to be expanded somehow some way and so it's okay not to know um some of that uh, but it's a matter of realizing how can you work on yourself you know in a holistic manner right all of the all, everything about you uh and and mm-hmm. finding those resources so that so that you do succeed so that you're in and that you don't drop out you know some of the top yeah. reasons why students drop out of college um some of them are things like you know our homesickness the feeling that they don't fit in right so this imposter syndrome right so um so now we know let's 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 what is it that we can do now in college, in high school, to prepare for that, right? To prepare for that personal growth, sense of independence, sense of uh, responsibility. Um, other reasons are uh, things like academic burnout, just educational burnout, where you've been in school for what thirteen years or so, and then you look at your maybe plan, and you got four years of undergrad and maybe two, three years of a master's program, or four to six years of doctorate program like who knows what it is right and so it's just a matter of finding that balance right so um uh things like too much fun but not enough education right you know having that balance of of a social life as well and so um so we it's it's okay to not know 
you know, you, you don't really, you're not made aware of this information, but we have to find ways to, to, um, to be prepared for what's to come so that, uh, so that once you're there, you're able to handle it a little better. And so, um, on that note, I think that what you were saying, Jazz, it's it just a, it, it segues into another one of our, it would be a shame if you knew. It would be a shame if you knew. Uh, Jazz, why don't you give us the first, it would be a shame if you knew for this segment. I think maybe one of the biggest ones would, it would be a shame mm-hmm. if you knew that as a student, you have a huge voice. Mm-hmm. Like you still have a voice, right? You know, a lot of times, like you go into this big college, or at least for me, like I went in, I went into a UC, right? That's like thousands of people. Um, and it's super easy to feel like you're just insignificant. You're just another number, like you're just a statistic. But, you know, I think a lot of the times, like, like I said, like that imposter syndrome hits and they want, it wants you to feel like you don't have a voice, mm-hmm. right? These, these higher up people want you to feel like you have no say in your education, but you know, it would be, it would be a big shame if you knew <laughs> that you have a big role to play as a student. Mm-hmm. Remember your tuition, your money is what's making the school go round. It's making that school, you know, prosper. So remember that you play a major role on your campus decisions. You know, it's a matter of getting involved, like finding those positions, finding those, those councils, those like, um, what is it? The ASD, but like in college, what is it? The associated student student body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The student body government. Um, and then another one that is like super important. I don't know if all schools have this, but they're called like evaluations at the end of every term, oh, yeah, yeah, like quarter yeah. mm-hmm. or semester. For professors? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's those come in handy because yeah. I've had a few times where I have a professor and <laughs> I got a lot to say. So, <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. But, you know, those they get read. They get read by their bosses, by admin, and they play a really big role, especially like when the professor's not tenured. Mm, so, yeah. I don't know. Do what you will with that information. Should, it would be a shame if you They should have answered your question when you, when you asked, right? When you raised your hand. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So it would be a shame if you knew that... Um, yes, kind of like Jazz was saying, like you are paying for resources on campus, but campuses are, are going to hook you up with free things. Um, um, it would be a shame if you knew that the campuses, offices, that there are so many free resources, you better take advantage of those. Um, mm. You know, you might be a broke college student, but um, when it's free 99, you got to take advantage of that. So it'd be a shame if you knew that there are some offices that could provide you with things like free printing, maybe things like uh, free goodies, like, I don't know, like free t-shirts or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's my whole wardrobe right there. <laughs> all the UCR t-shirts, all the UCR sweaters. <laughs> I was there. Free food, free t-shirts. I'm there. Rocking your, all your clothes all of a sudden is like blue and gold, isn't it? <laughs> I know, for real. I'm like the Highlander is Highlander out there. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so but that that and um, and uh, and uh, sometimes there's like free concerts, free movies, and so we just want to make sure that you realize that if there's anything that you need, that school has everything, a department or a, or a, or an office that's willing to provide you 
uh, with some form of assistance. I've even heard of some schools that will um, give you like uh, help you out with money like emergency funds to get like an, a laptop, mm-hmm. you know, or to, or mm-hmm. to get like food, you know, if you're living in the dorms or if you're living in an apartment. So if you have questions, just know your resources. So, um, yeah. So. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's a really big one. You know, all the free stuff, but <laughs> unfortunately, mm. you know, all good things must come to an end or whatever that saying is. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, you graduate and these this access to free food and free shirts and free resources does come to an end. And so, you know, I think towards towards the end of your undergrad, you you got to face that question about your future again, Mm -hmm. kind of like you do when you're nearing the end of high school. Mm -hmm. You know, you you hit that crossroads again and you think, do I do more school? more work like what what do I do like do I go into work do I go into school what does that look like and like you said like the burnout we got to think about we've been in school for how long I think I just you really made me realize how long I've been in school <laughs> and I'm just like oh my god I really have been in school yeah, you're, forever, you're a like, scholar for life. life you're a scholar for life <laughs> yeah I guess <laughs> but I mean those are really big things to consider right especially if we're thinking about going down the more school route, you know, you want to make sure that you're not just jumping into something because everybody else is doing right. it. And I think um, this this experience is is mirroring kind of the experience for high schoolers, right? Like everybody's going to college, so I feel like I have to go to mm-hmm. college. And you kind of hit that same that same crossroads again when you're graduating college. You feel like, well, a lot of people are going to grad school. I feel like I have to go to grad school. Yeah. But it's really it's really important to consider like if you're not ready for it it's okay like grad school's still gonna be there those programs are still gonna be Mm. there it's not something that we need to we need to jump into especially if you're gonna be paying like a lot of money like you you don't want to just waste your money into something you're not even sure about right um but you know you also have to think about the process i mean the process is like super draining Mm -hmm. it's mentally taxing it you hit imposter syndrome in a at a whole nother level mm-hmm. right um like undergrad it was not made for someone like me grad school was not <laughs> made for someone like me right so you know we all we, we have to think about those things like am i prepared for something like this and it's always okay to not go straight into grad school i mean these these feelings and this pressure can be really paralyzing so remember to just put thought into everything that you're doing i mean impulsivity is good sometimes but maybe not for this right not for this nope <laughs> but flores you being like a real adult right me? Who? <laughs> you know you are Who, me? you <laughs> yes you're a real adult you got a real job you got real big boy duties <laughs> so <laughs> you know what it's like so tell us a little bit about your experience and what that looks like yeah um you know, it's it's okay not to know. You know, it's kind of like you put it. Uh, there are just so many options for uh, uh, graduate school that um, one of the things that I just want to 
piggyback off what you were saying is that, yeah, it costs a lot of money, right? And something that I want to share is that when you go to graduate school, you know, um, there aren't any, there aren't many, if at all, uh, grants like Cal grants and Pell grants and things like that, like for undergrad. And um, so you better know what you're, know, what you're jumping into, right? And for me, I just wasn't 100% sure as to what I wanted for myself. Um, as an undergrad, I ended up uh, double majoring in political science and uh, international development studies. Um, and I loved what I was studying uh, in the class. I was studying about, you know, politics and governments and political parties and um, uh, in, in different countries and economics and sociology and anthropology. It was beautiful. Right. But I did not picture a career in that area. And so um, I was gaining more of an, of an experience in, in what I uh, enjoyed doing. And that was just working with students. Uh, as an undergrad, I was volunteering, um, uh, doing like tutoring things. And then, uh, with some friends, we, uh, uh, co-founded, um, um, like, a like a tutoring slash, um, social development program, um, working with elementary school students. Uh, I was working for EAOP as a, a Bruin advisor. I mean, I would go to different high schools and talk to them and help students prepare for college. And so, so I really loved that. And so I, I graduated and I said, okay, I'm not going to settle for any particular job. I'm going to, I know that I'm going to struggle. I know that I'm going to be broke, but um, I took that risk and I was actually unemployed for the uh, first six months after no, I think it was eight months after I graduated from college. Um, you know, I had some job offers, but I didn't want to settle just for any job. And so it wasn't until about eight months later that I found something that I felt would be a great uh, opportunity to kickstart my my career in, say, being a college counselor. And so um, and so I started uh, working there. I worked there for uh, for two years, and then I went back to to the mothership, back to UCLA, working with their outreach program. Um, and the whole time, I realized I was gaining valuable experience. Um, so that uh, I, I it confirmed that I really wanted to be a college counselor. So it wasn't until four years after I graduated from uh, UCLA that I uh, pursued my master's degree. And uh, shout out to CSUN, the Matadors. I, I received my mm. yeah, I received my master's degree in school counseling. Um, and um, I had my master's degree. Continued working for the outreach program, and it wasn't until. Uh, what, six, five years? Yeah, about four or five years later that I started working at a high school as a college counselor. So, um, so it's okay not to know, right? Just to go back to the topic. It's okay not to know what you want. You know, it's, it's just so take your time. And, and find ways of being productive. In my case, yeah. I just realized my best way of being productive is, is to have a job, make some money. I mean, I'll be honest, like I, I grew up poor. You know, next thing you know, I'm a poor college student. And so I was like, I just need some money. Uh, it's not going to be forever um, because I did have, you know, the, the aspirations of going on to get a, a master's degree. And so um, so I just want everybody to know that, you know, perfect example of, of, of making your dreams come true, making your dreams of going to a master's degree, getting graduate degrees. Um, and it could be at your own pace. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think I think that ties into something that my mom always tells me. She's going to love that I'm referencing her in this. <laughs> shout out mom. Shout out mom. <laughs> shout out my mom. <laughs> um, but she always tells me, like, I must tiempo que viva. Mm. And um, what that means is there's 
there's more time than life. Yeah, right? yeah. And, you know, that's, that's really important for this, right? Like when we're thinking about not knowing mm -hmm. and how it's okay to not know these things, that I must tiempo que vida. Yeah. Like, essentially, that's it. Like, that's what it all comes down to. And I think, when, when, like you said, when we're thinking about graduate school and our dreams and stuff, like, they don't have to happen, like, immediately. Right. We can take our time mm. to really think about these mm. things. And let's say, you know, let's say you're not ready to, like, go into grad school, but you know it's something that you want to mm. do, right? It's not something you have to do straight out of undergrad. You can always go into the workforce. Mm. And I feel like something that, you know, not a lot of people make clear is that going into the workforce is not a commitment to the rest mm, of your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's what people often make it out to be, yeah. right? They always say, like, if you don't go now, you're never going to mm -hmm. go. If you don't go to undergrad straight out, I mean, to grad school, like, straight out of your undergrad, you're never going to go. You're going to get comfortable. You're going to get lazy. You're going to be out of, like, an academic environment for so long. Mm -hmm. But there's so many benefits to a gap year that, or gap years, yeah. that, you know, people don't really, like, tell you mm -hmm. about. Like, People don't tell you that in those gap years, you can be gaining a lot of crucial experience that will lead you to knowing what you want mm -hmm, to do, mm -hmm. right? It's so much better than jumping into something that you're not even like halfway sure mm -hmm. about. So those gap years could be so, so like important mm -hmm. and crucial to both your personal and professional. Oh, yes. Tie it back into that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like it all comes full circle. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, things don't happen on accident. Everything happens for a mm -hmm. reason. And, you know, sometimes for for some grad schools, like it's even recommended that you have experience. Yes. So there's so many benefits to taking a gap year or a few gap mm -hmm. years. I mean, you're a perfect example mm -hmm. of it. You you went out there and you made sure you knew what you wanted to yeah, do, yeah. right? Because you left your undergrad and you were like, there's more. Mm -hmm. There has to be right. more. And you found right. that and you still went to grad school and you still, right. you know, are, are living your best life. I am. I um, am. Like I, I said in my You're making bio, that job look real like nice. Like I said in my bio, I'm <laughs> living the dream of having a, a, a job that doesn't feel like a job, you know. I wake up every morning and it's like I love what I do, you know. Um, but uh, just to piggyback what you were saying, uh, just valuable skill sets, you know, building on a resume, just – uh, maybe enjoying life for a bit after being in school now for what, mm -hmm. uh, 16, so too long. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's okay not to know, right? That's that. I just want to bring that back. It's okay not to know, but, uh, the one thing is just finding ways of still being productive, finding ways of, mm -hmm. of continuing to, to know what, uh, opportunities are out there, how to grow as an individual. I mean, and sometimes money talks, right? And money is, is a big reason why students uh, make certain decisions. And so uh, everyone uh, has different circumstances. But um, just to kind of plug um, a bit of a plug for the next series we're going to focus on during the next series, uh, we will have a section on overall financial literacy financial literacy what is mm. money what's the importance of money how does it work what are um uh scholarships what are loans what's what the heck is a credit score and why do i need that right we're going to answer some of those questions as well but um so um for the it would be a shame if you knew uh jazz would you have a it would be a shame if you knew for this time slot for this section you know I do. I love myself some, <laughs> some free stuff. So, <laughs> so 
you know, like, like Flora said, we're going to be talking about financial literacy and, you know, I love free money. I love free access to things. So it would be a shame if you knew that for graduate school, mm -hmm. there are such things as application fee waivers, mm -hmm. meaning you pay nada, nada, free 99 again <laughs> <laughs> for applications. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those applications cost a pretty, oh, yeah. like you could, they're like, they're like 90 bucks, 70 bucks just for one application. Dang, and you got what, like eight, nine, ten? What are you looking into over here? Don't we're, not gonna, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> but not with those applications. Exactly. Look at you. Hustle. Get there that. You. Yeah, you got to hustle out mm. here. You, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, it's it's it can get really expensive. So, you know, it's it's hustling, but it's also being resourceful. Being resourceful, right? being smart. Yeah. So, you know, just make sure that you ask, I mean, you can straight up ask these people, mm -hmm. like email them and be like, hey, I'm interested in this school, blah, blah, blah. I mean, obviously make it sound a little <laughs> bit more professional than that, but you can straight up ask these people, like they're waiting for you to ask yeah. them. I mean, fee waivers, I, you know, like they're going to be mm -hmm. there. So might as well use them. It would be a shame if they went to waste. That is true. So I love that. Well put. I love that. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Give us a tip. Uh, let's see. It would be a shame if you knew. Um, so you say, okay, you go to you go to college and you graduate. Well, uh, many of these schools will still allow you to keep some of these resources, some of these valuable resources, like having access to the career center. You know, someone that can review your resume, help you with interviews. You know, help you find a job. Some of them have really cool like assessments, like the Myers Briggs test. You know, so that you can understand a little more about yourself and what you want in life. Um, you know, um, some of these organizations have some of these schools have organizations like young, uh, young alumni associations where they hook you up with free uh, opportunities, networking parties. Um, they have like discounts on like sports events. So it would be a shame if you knew that you still have access to many of these resources. So uh, make sure that you continue uh, seeking out those opportunities. So um, whoo, um, almost to the end of our episode, uh, just want to um, uh, really highlight that it's okay not to know. Right. And, and that's been our message from the very beginning. It's just a matter of knowing uh, what are the resources out there for you? What are the processes um, trying to be as aware as possible? And for uh, for our next series, uh, we will be focusing on on many of the applications that you're going to encounter throughout um, the different time slots. So for like the past, you know, all you high school students, you're going to be working on, we're going to give you highlights on like college applications, you know, on financial aid applications, um, or any application that you may encounter or may need to know about. Uh, same thing for the present for you college students will have information about that. And for you, uh, college students that are on your way out, um, uh, same thing. So next series is going to be all about college applications. Um, Whew. How are you feeling, Jazz? Any last comments? Uh, any last tips, suggestions? Anything you'd like to leave our audience with? If there's one thing I could leave everyone with, hmm. would be my mom's wise words. Uh, mama? Yeah, mama made an impact today. <laughs> yeah, she did. She, I mean, 
I remember dreading hearing those words as a kid. I wanted, I wanted to grow up so fast, mm-hmm. right? But now that I am entering young adulthood, yeah. or I've been in, I've been a young adult <laughs> for a while now, but I still have no idea what I'm doing. Anyway, <laughs> just there's time, yeah. and like Flora said, like it's okay not to know these things, but it's about what are our next steps. Yeah. Being proactive, you know, using that as motivation to move forward. You know, you you got to succeed. You got to believe in yourself. Don't get stuck. Yep. I love that. And um, and my just last words uh, for this episode, it's okay not to know. Uh, please share that with your friends. Please share that with your family. You know, these are some difficult conversations that you may encounter, mm-hmm. you know, at any of these time frames, any of these levels, especially when you're a high school student, like, parents want what's best for you, you know, family wants what's best for you. But sometimes it's important that you have these conversations with them so that they are also aware as to what this process is like. And hopefully that also helps you, right? You know, you're not alone on this journey. Uh, Many people are there to support you, but it's always, it's also very good for you to keep them up to date, keep them aware, keep, um, uh, inform them. And um, sometimes just going to quote something that Jazz has said in the past, you know, like, if this information is important, well, you know, open these doors, you know, for other people as well. You know, this information, this podcast, yeah. this episode, share it, right? Hopefully we can get new audience, new, uh, new listeners. But uh, if not, even if it's, if that's not the case, each one, teach one, each one of us should be helping everyone else, you know, share the knowledge yeah. and we'll all uh, gain valuable insights. So, um, so on that note, uh, thank you very much, everyone. Thank you for uh, for uh, listening. Uh, we uh, it, this is the end of our first series, but uh, we're very excited to bring you more uh, more useful information, and uh, we hope to uh, have you at our next episode. See y'all next time, See f- and then also connect with us on Instagram. Oh yeah, at university underscore pod. All right. <laughs> question yeah. mark. <laughs> Sorry, question mark. No, no, no. That's our Instagram. <laughs> so reach out to us. We'll answer. You know, maybe maybe ask us ask us some questions. If you have any suggestions, you know, this is like we said before. This is about community. We're all about community. So we're friends here. You know, we could be internet homies. There you go. Hit us up. <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you. Have a great one. Cue the music. Thank <laughs> you.